0: Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the
2: ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
3: Hello and welcome to episode 652 of the Vison Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Tuesday, but more importantly... Happy getting back into the swing of things, guys. We got after it last night. 5-1-1 one and one, plus 2.56 units. And I would venture to say it should have been 6-1 because that Clemson under... OMG. You had zero points after the first quarter. I think going into the fourth quarter, we needed, what was it, 16 points or less to cash that under? And of course, Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, thank you. You had to score that touchdown to give us a push there instead of a winner, which should have been on the under. But that's okay. I think it's a good problem to have when you're when you're a little bit feisty because you could have gone six and one. Instead you go five, one and one plus two point five six units. But a good night last night, guys, getting back. Into the swing of things. Couldn't get Colorado as a dog play earlier in the day. But after that, ran the board pretty much. St. Louis, under 8.5. I'm glad we didn't take St. Louis in that one. Anibal Sanchez, our boy, pitched another gem. Was actually a 6-0 winner there uh, by, the, uh, by the Nats. We got the White Sox, which was nice. That was a dog-to-fave line move. Houston, nice little one nothing gem for that rookie pitcher. Got Cleveland an in extra innings and got the Angels late night. So, again, 5-1-1 and plus 2.56. A good start. Of the week and a good start uh, Getting again getting back into the groove here after I was on vacation on Cape Cod uh, but it's nice when you pick up right where you left off so good start here guys and also mention some big news here too we had the mark the uh, the not the market insights podcast uh, get it right Josh we have the morning bets pod, uh podcast which just debuted this morning so if you haven't heard uh, this is my new big venture uh, with Veasan for the football season moving forward, the uh, the Morning Bets podcast will come to you in your newsletter uh, every single morning around 6 a.m. The whole point here is it's a quick and concise pod, 10 to 15 minutes, uh, and it's going to get you primed for all the big games that day, the big line moves, the big public sides, the sharp not uh, numbers to keep an eye out for, system matches. I'm really really excited about this, guys, and uh, again, shout out to the Veasan team for for giving me this opportunity to uh, to wake up with you in the morning with your bacon and eggs, your cup of coffee and again 10 to 15 minutes I think the whole point here guys is you know you, you come for the morning bets in the morning just to wet your whistle you know I had a lot of people reach out Brandon reef where are you at but people saying hey they love getting this uh, kind of quick breakdown when they wake up you put it uh, in your earbuds or your your bows or your uh, you know your, your beats by dre headphones as you're walking to work or getting in the car or doing whatever so the whole point is you know it's not gonna be as in-depth as market insights pod you know uh, and other people will keep asking me is hey is market insights pod you know leaving no It ain't going nowhere, so don't worry. It isn't that the Morning Bets podcast replaces the Market Insights pod. It's just that we're going to do both of them, so you can wake up to a quick, concise 10-15-minute to breakdown of the biggest games to know that day, and then later in the day, you come for the big pod. Uh, the market insights pod. And uh, again, I think the advantage there is, you know, if you listen to the morning one and then you listen to the market insights later in the day you can kind of, you know, look at some line movement, look at what changed, you know, overnight to the morning and then morning to the afternoon. So really excited about this guys. And uh, again, it'll be every single Monday to Friday, you wake up 6am, it'll be there. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, Apple. It's also on VEASAN.com. And it's also in the newsletter so make sure you sign up for that newsletter vison.com slash newsletter and uh, I got the uh, you know the the best billing here I guess you would say Bill a. D my guy he had the title bet on under 15 everything needed you, you need to know in 15 minutes a new podcast from Apple bomb so I'm excited I got the uh, you know the uh, the big shout out there in the morning newsletter but really excited about this guys again filed my first one uh, for this morning and you can now count on that Every morning when you wake up, hopefully, again, you know, to me, I like to wait a little bit later in the day just to look at line movement. But I think it's important, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to immediately bet every game that I mention at 6 a.m. You know, I mean, you know. truth be told, I'm recording it a little bit earlier uh, before that 6 a.m. number. So, again, you know, if you want to go contrarian, you want to look at system matches, it's all going to be included. Uh, but I'm really excited because we're just going to cover you with all bases. And I'm looking out there, guys, I'm like, okay, who else has a wake-up uh, you know, morning bets pod. I really don't see any out there. So hopefully, this is gonna you know provide a big um, opportunity for a lot of betters who you know don't have a lot of time and gotta get to work and you know on that 15 minute drive or you know getting in the car, whatever it may be, on the bus, on the train. It just kind of gets you thinking about betting that day. So I just wanted to make that announcement because the morning bets pod it is live. It went live today. And again, I'll do the Morning Bets pod. We'll still do Market Insights. I'm going to be appearing on a different VEASAN show pretty much every single day. And I am going to be doing, which I'm really excited about, the DraftKings uh, pregame show, 11 to 12, right before kickoff, every uh, Sunday. I'll be going into the DraftKings studio in Boston in person, which I'm excited about. Uh, and a lot of people have been asking, like, where's that going to be streamed live? I don't have all the details for you, so stay tuned. I do know it's going to be on the DraftKings website. I think it's going to be on their Twitter, uh, but it's going to be in a lot of other places, as well as all the DraftKings books. So stay tuned for that. If you're in a legal state, you're going to see my ugly mug from 11 to 12 this football season. So with that being said, guys, good night last night. Even though I'm still bitter... That we didn't get the Clemson under, but that's okay. We'll take a 5-1-1. One one. Uh, either way, guys, a lot to get to today. I have four Major League Baseball bets, kind of a small slate, uh, but I love these four bets. They caught my eye uh, for today's action. I have one bet in the WNBA. We have two big uh, Game Fours here between the Aces and the Storm, as well as another big game here, the Sky and the Sun. We'll get to these games later, but I'm targeting one total. A lot of these um, numbers here that you've seen in terms of the spread, it's like a pick em game, so it's kind of hard to diagnose, but I think there's an edge here on a total play. Then I am going to get out ahead, hopefully, of a UFC-biting play. It's been a while since I've gotten down in the UFC, but uh, one bet caught my eye with a good line move, a good youth advantage, and a uh, an opponent who is coming in on short notice, so hopefully that's uh, to our advantage here. Then lastly, uh, I'm really excited now that football season is here that we're just going to Always finish up the pod just talking NFL every single day. It's not wait until Sunday. It's not wait until, you know, Thursday to talk Thursday night football. I want to have the pod basically, you know, your finger on the pulse of the NFL betting market. And every day we're going to update you on what happened over the last night, uh, you know, over the last 24 hours, what lines have moved. Cause I think it's important to keep your finger on the pulse of these lines throughout the week. Don't just wake up on Sunday morning, you know, get a get a dunk's coffee and go bet a five team teaser. You know, you want to be watching these lines every single day and get you pick up on a lot of intricacies that are very important. So we'll finish up the pod with four bets, a couple that I've already talked about, uh, actually five here that have caught my eye and are really kind of evolving into some sharp plays for this weekend. So we'll talk NFL, WNBA, UFC, and MLB. Uh, as we start episode 652 of the Market Insights Podcast. Now, quick housekeeping. As always, guys, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, then you'll wake up to our new and improved VEASAN Daily. We're now calling it the VEASAN Daily. Uh, But again, let off today's uh, VEASAN Daily with the morning bets announcement. But you're also going to get Tons of great coverage, links to all of our uh, football, pro, and college betting podcasts, Beating the Book with Gal Alexander, GM Shuffle, you get my Market Insights column every morning, a list of all of our pro articles, survivor pools, tips, Favorite uh, win total bets, A lot of great information here along with the VEASAN Pro Benefits, uh, the Pro Tools, and the picks and the tips, as well as promos for legal sportsbooks. Take advantage. As I always say, they want your business. You want to shop for the best line. It's a win-win for everybody. But sign up for the new newsletter. Again, I'll keep calling it newsletter. That's a grandfather term for me, uh, but it's now VEASAN Daily, and you're going to get so much great content for free. Then, of course, if you want to take that next step in your journey, sign up and become a VEASAN All Access member. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can sign up. Uh, it's basically the equivalent of less than 70 cents a day. And you're going to get every points to weekly magazine. Uh, you're also going to get all of our pro tools, all of our picks, our tips, our picks at a glance, which is great, uh, as well as a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. And again, those best bets sent to your email throughout the day. So become a member, get everything we offer. And if you haven't noticed yet, a lot of good improvements and things are going on at VEASAN. And once you become a member, you'll find out all of that. Uh, hopefully to your advantage, hopefully help you cash some bets here. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, constantly changing, constantly evolving. You hear me say it all the time, but Twitter is key because this is, an, this is a quick information-based uh, business that we're in, guys, and information is key, but also it's got to be timely. You don't want to be too late to the party here after a line is moved. So get on Twitter. Follow local beat reporters, create your gambling community. Make sure you follow at VSon Live the Mothership. You can follow me at josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Josh at VSon.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along your sports betting journey, uh, you let me know. Uh, but definitely hit me up and I'd happy to help you in any way that I can. With that being said, guys, again, after I'm back from the Cape. Uh, and I did tweet out a video of uh, me crushing some batting cage pitches. I can still hit 65. I actually, hit 80. Uh, they weren't pretty. They weren't solid hits, but you know I was making some contact. So again, I'm reliving my uh, my youth there. Uh, 2005 Mount Greylock Mounties. Uh, we came in. Uh, we actually were the runner up in the Western Mass semifinals. So uh, that's me. Uh, in my, my glory days here. Uh, as my uh, as my fiance always rolls her eyes when I talk about high school baseball. But anyway, let's get after it, guys. Good start to our week. Five one and one plus 2.56 units yesterday. Let's go to the MLB card for today because, again, I love the fact NFL is coming back, but don't give up on baseball. I think now is a good time to take advantage uh, of a lot of information that we have on these teams, motivation, and the system plays they've been playing all year long. They've been doing well. Why would you give up now just because football is getting popular? Nope, you stick to baseball. I'm going to grind it till the bitter end. So only four bets today, guys, but the first one for me, I'm going with the Biebs. Let's go Bieber. Let's go Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians got us a win yesterday. We had to sweat that thing. It went to um, uh, went to extra innings. We we're able to eke out a win. I'm going back to the well with the Guardians today. So Cleveland opened around a minus 180 favorite on the road at Kansas City. They're now up to around minus 190. So not a huge move, but 10 cents in favor of Cleveland here. They would match road favorites 60% overall this season. Correlative betting, favorite low total. Looks like some under money here. It's 7.5 juiced up under, minus 120. So you have a bigger favorite here with a low total. Good uh, good correlative betting value here where, again, low totals benefit favorites. Fewer amount of expected runs scored. More likely, never a guarantee. Nothing in, in betting is guaranteed, but more likely they come from the better team. So I like that opportunity here for the Bees uh, And really the pitching matchup, Bieber, 8-8, eight and eight, 3.06 ERA. Pretty good. But he's been great. His last six starts, 1.80 ERA in his last six starts. So he's kind of reclaiming, or uh, regaining, regaining or rec- reclaiming. Say that ten times fast. But uh, maybe we'll call it reclaiming his form when he won the Cy Young in that COVID year. And also, it's not just a bet on Bieber. It's a bet against Chris Bubich. I've been betting against this kid quite a bit. I almost feel bad for him sometimes, but I'm going to hopefully feel bad. It won't feel bad tonight if Cleveland can get a win. But Bubich is 2-10, 5.47 ERA. And 6 August starts, he has an ERA uh, around 5.5, almost 6. So he's been getting knocked around quite a bit. Uh, Back in April, I know it was a long time ago, but uh, this was a game that Cleveland beat Bubich 17-3. Bubich went 0.2 innings pitch, gave up five runs. So hopefully we get more of that tonight here. Uh, I'm going to bank on uh, number one, Cleveland's bats and their team ERA. They're hitting two fifty versus around two forty five for Kansas City. Not a huge discrepancy, but their team ERA is big. Much better pitching staff. Uh, 3.64 ERA versus 4.72. You also get Cleveland in this spot. They've been profitable. 37 and 24 is a favorite, 36 and 34 on the road, 21 and 16 against left-handed pitchers. Meanwhile, Kansas City, 42 and 69 is a dog, 32 and 38 at home and just 38 and 63 against righties. They've really struggled there against righties, where Cleveland's done well against lefties. Cleveland is 7 and 4 head to head against Kansas City. And, again, motivation is key, guys. Cleveland, right now they're one game ahead of Minnesota in the AL Central, whereas Kansas City is w- definitely out of it, not even close here. Uh, so they might go 1-2-3 Cancun, I hope. Uh, but either way, guys, we got to move to the Biebs. He's pitching well. A motivated Cleveland team to try to stay afloat uh, atop that uh, AL Central standings. I'm going to Cleveland here, guys. Shop around. i got Cleveland at minus 189. Uh, next play for me, I'm going to take an under. In the Houston Astros game. Now, I was looking at Houston. I wanted to get beyond Framber Valdez, but this number's so high, I just don't see a ton of value at this point. Uh, Houston open minus 240. They're up to like minus 260, minus 270. So, again, when you're a guy like me, bet Trist, not bet to win, it mitigates some of the risk. Uh, but I actually really like in this spot the under. The total to me is where I think you can hopefully take advantage and get a much better uh, payout, much better buyback. So, number one, uh, this total open at eight. It's down to seven and a half. That's important because you're getting around 60% of bets on the over. Yet this Texas Houston under has fallen. So reverse line moved to the under. If public's on the over, shouldn't this line be juiced up over? Or maybe rise eight to eight and a half. Went the other way. It fell eight down to seven and a half. Kind of like our uh, our under there yesterday uh, with the uh, the Nats and the Cardinals. But Graham Otto six and eight, 4.82 ERA. But he's been better his last six starts, 3.10 ERA. Frambois Valdez, guy's been great, 14-4 uh, on the year, 2.63 ERA. He has a 2.04 ERA in five August starts, and he's got some insane string. I know when I left for the Cape, he still had it. I don't know if he still has it, but he had like 21 straight quality starts. But the angle for me, guys, is not just you know public betting over the line fell to the under. Take the under, but also Houston is your number one under team this year. They're 77 and 50 to the under. That's the best in baseball. They're seven and two to the under. Their last nine, they're four and one to the under. Their last five at home. And Minute Maid Ballpark is the fourth best under stadium this year. 36 and 25. And if you look at our Visa.com bet splits, only 40% of bets are on the under. But it's taking in fifty percent of the money, so you have a plus plus ten percent low bets, higher dollar discrepancy there. So I'm gonna take a shot on the under here. Give me Texas and Houston under seven and a half. Next play for me, I added this in the morning bets pod. Uh, actually, with the morning bets bets pod, the kind of the breakdown is game of the night, best of the rest, and then Josh's sweats. So for Josh's sweats, I get to throw in the place I'm looking at, and I mentioned this this morning. I ain't getting off it. I'm still playing it, and I actually like it because uh, line's moving a little bit even further since this morning. Uh, so again, that's another thing you can do. Compare the morning bets line to what it is right now. Is the line going hopefully in our direction with CLV or is it going the other way and you're getting a little bit worried? So uh, for this one, guys, I'm going brew crew. Uh, I bet against the brew crew yesterday. Colorado couldn't get a win, but I like this angle today with Brandon Woodruff on the bump. It's also a motivational angle. So uh, Milwaukee opened minus 175 on the road at Colorado. They're now up to minus 185. So about 10 cents of steam in favor of Milwaukee They're matching quite a few systems uh, favorites who made the playoffs opponent did not 64% this year, non-division road favorite, 61% this year. Uh, also Woodruff against Cool. I think it's a big advantage for Woodruff. He's nine and four with a 3.54 ERA in his last six starts. He has an ERA around 2.8. So he's done even better here later in the year versus Chad Cool, who's six and eight, 5.19 ERA. But in his last five starts, Colorado is 0 and 5 in those starts. So He's been getting knocked around quite a bit. Big advantage for Milwaukee's bullpen. They have a team or sorry, their team ERA 3.86 versus 5.06. Milwaukee is four and one head to head against Colorado this year, and Colorado really struggling. Maybe they want Cancun. They're three and nine their last twelve games. Uh, Milwaukee is sixty and forty four as a favorite. They're forty nine and forty two against righties. Meanwhile, Colorado forty and sixty nine as a dog, just thirty three and fifty against righties. So Milwaukee's been good as a favorite, good against righties. Colorado's been bad as a dog, bad against righties, and the lines going to Milwaukee. And then also, as I mentioned, motivation. Milwaukee uh, is two games back of the final wild card spot. Uh, in the National League, so they have reason to play well, whereas Colorado is out of it. So give me Milwaukee here, guys. Morning bets play, market insights play. I like the Brew Crew. I got the Brew Crew at minus one eighty-five. Then last play of the night for me. I know it's a big slate, fifteen games, but you know sometimes guys, you know, fifteen game slate, you have ten bets. Sometimes you have four bets. I think you gotta go into each day just saying, hey, I'm not gonna force anything, but if I see a match, I'm gonna play it. So I'm gonna take advantage, hopefully. Of Kyle Wright tonight. Give me Atlanta. I'm gonna lay this number. It is kind of a high number. I'm gonna break our rule a little bit. Don't want to go above minus 200. But I'm gonna go Atlanta here, guys. I'm playing. I'm laying the money line against Oakland. Uh, and maybe maybe you want to go spread. You know, that's a, that's another opportunity here. If you look at the the uh, run line, it's minus one and a half, like minus 130 for Atlanta. But I'm just gonna go regular money line. I got Atlanta at minus 220. Uh, so again, not too much over our minus 200. To me, minus 220 Atlanta versus you know Houston minus 270. That 50 cents makes a big difference, especially when you have a big number. So this Atlanta line, even though it's high, it's more palatable to me than, than laying the Houston number. But anyway, Atlanta, they opened minus 200 on the road at Oakland. They're up to minus 220. So right off the bat, we have line movement in favor of Atlanta, telling us some respected money came in in, uh, in their favor. It would be a favorite low total. Told this one is eight, really juiced up under. Some shops, that think even we're looking toward going down to seven and a half interleague favorite interleague line move. Those matches would both, uh, you know, fit there with Atlanta as well. Both had the day off, take the favorite. Remember the system we've been playing all year? It's been good, 102-65, and 65, 66%. Non-division road favorites, as well as we mentioned, have done well. And really, Kyle Wright, guy's been great, 17-5, and 5, uh, 2.85 ERA. In his last 15 starts, Atlanta's 14-1 and 1 in those starts. And he's given up one earned run or less in three of his last four starts. So I want to back Kyle Wright here against uh, Cole Irvin, 7-11, 3.35 ERA. But in the month of August, his ERA is around 45 uh, Atlanta's 2-0 head-to-head against Oakland. Atlanta is 20 and 5 in their last 25 games and the big advantage for the Braves not just on the the mound, but at the plate. They're hitting 253, only 217 for Oakland. So big advantage hopefully with the bats. And as I mentioned, motivation, this is important to me guys. Atlanta is one game back of the Mets in the, in the NL East. Um, so, to me, they have reason to continue to play well. You want to win that division. You, you don't want to get into the wild card spot. You want to win uh, your uh, your division. So, I think that's a hopefully an advantage motivation-wise for Atlanta to play well tonight. So, I know it's a bigger number, but I'm going Atlanta, minus 220. Uh, let's go Bravos. So, our four-pack tonight. Can we get three of these? Give me the Cleveland Guardians, minus 189. Houston, under 7.5. Milwaukee, minus 185. And Atlanta, minus 220. There you have it, guys. Uh, going to take a very, very short break here, but don't go anywhere. When we get back, we got more to get to. i got to give you my WNBA play for tonight. Two big games. We're down to the Final Four, and if, uh, if a couple of these teams win tonight, it's over. They're going to move on to the championship round. So we'll talk a play on a total in one of these games tonight that I'll be sweating, as well as a UFC bet trying to get out ahead of it early. And then, of course, finishing up the pod with some NFL talk for week one. We'll brush off, again, some of the systems we talked about yesterday and update you on some of the line moves that came in uh, over the last uh, 24 hours or so. So don't go anywhere. Finishing up strong with NFL, WNBA, and UFC. When we return on episode 652 of the Vison Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back.
2: Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: All right, everyone. We are back at it on episode 652 of the Market Insights podcast. So a good night. Getting back into the swing of things. 5-1-1 one one, plus 2.56 units last night. Had five hot dogs, which was nice, but I wanted that under in the Clemson game again. I know it's like, uh, why are you complaining when you had a good night? But man, that was a bad beat under. That thing was sailing under all game, and of course Clemson they had to score one more touchdown, right? They had to have you know a blocked uh, a blocked punt and score on that one too. But anyway, what are you gonna do? At least I didn't lay. At least I didn't take the points. I guess here's a silver lining here. Remember we were talking about Georgia Tech putting on the hazmat suit, uh, getting 24, 24 and a half. Well, imagine if you took the points with Jaw Tech and that late score, uh, you know, killed you in that one. So that's another thing. Maybe I'm lucky I didn't Take the points or lay the points. I want to know part of that. Uh, but again, I wish we got that under. Uh, but anyway, guys, we started the pod talking MLB. I'm sweating Cleveland, the Houston under, Milwaukee and Atlanta. Now let's get to some WNBA because there's a big WNBA game tonight. There's actually two in general, but one of them really caught my eye. So the first one here, guys, uh, I'm going to go, or my only one, Aces in Storm. So number one, feeling good about Aces right now. I updated in the Morning Bets pod the number for the Aces to win the WNBA championship. They're now, I believe, a minus one. 25 favorite remember we targeted them on the pod over the summer i think i got plus 210 on that one so hoping the aces cut down the nets here but anyway i'm gonna go under in this one what jumped out to me sharp line move to the under and i think maybe an overreaction to a really high scoring game last time so this is with the aces they are up two to one in the series it's a best of five if they win tonight they punch their ticket to the championship round Uh, but one thing that's notable to me Really sharp line move to the under. I'm going to take the under in this game. It's actually falling now as we speak, but it opened at 167 and a half, pretty much stayed there all day. But over the last hour or so, uh, we've seen this thing get down to 166 and a half. So this number has fallen. Now, that's notable to me because really sharp betting percentages to the under. At BetMGM, only 46% bets, but 58% of the money is on the under. And at DraftKings, only 34% bets, but 40% of the money is on the under. So in both cases, the public has taken the over, yet this line is falling. And we have a low bets, higher dollar uh, smart money discrepancy here with these percentages. So uh, a couple of things I like about the under, aside from just a sharp move. 167 and a half down to 166 and a half and obviously the percentages but also you look at two things. Number one, three games that they've played thus far. The first game they scored 149 combined, second game they had 151, and then last game you had an insane total of 208. It was a 110 to 98 game went to overtime. I think Maybe the thought here is if you take number one, the under is two and one the series, but don't let that you know 208 from last game, you know, automatically say, Hey, they scored 208, this is 166 and a half, take the over. But no, I think maybe it was set a little bit higher for a reason, it was shaded a little bit higher because the odds makers thought, Hey, you know, we're gonna get hammered with over money just because they scored so much last time. So I think just in terms of a you know inflated number or you know, taking advantage of a price that maybe has been set a little bit too high, to me, there's value there, uh, but also. You look at kind of the tired leg system, and I think we had one of these before I left for the Cape. But uh, game four, so this is an elimination game for um, for the Storm. So what what do we look for in these elimination games? Obviously NBA and NHL. It's the game six, game seven. Take the under. Kind of same thing here. Number one, tired legs. You've been you know in the playoffs. You played a whole season. Now it's game four. But also. When you're faced with elimination, you lock down on defense. You don't give up. uh, You know. You know. You take every possession as as it's super meaningful. So I think you're going to use a lot of the shot clock. You're going to lock down on defense. Every possession is critical. Late series unders are something I look at across all sports. You have a late series under here in game four. You have an elimination game. We're going to lock in on defense. This total is falling despite a majority bets going over. So I'm gonna take a shot here. And again, the inflated uh, you know total here after you scored 208 last game. So I'm going under. Give me the under 166 and a half, hoping for a low-scoring game, and hopefully I'll take the Aces winning this thing. Maybe get some rest here if uh, the sky and the sun can get extended a bit. Uh, but I'm going under 166 and a half. Looks like a sharp play to me. And uh, again, hopefully we can get a low-scoring game in this one. Under 166 and a half, Aces and Storm. Now to biting, which I haven't had uh, gotten down on biting in a while. Uh, But there's one bet that caught my eye that on a Tuesday I want to get out ahead of. Hopefully we can uh, get some closing line value on this one. Uh, But this one is Elise Reed against Melissa Martinez. So I'm going to take Melissa Martinez here. Number one, notice the line move in her favor. Uh, Remember, when we're talking UFC... A rudimentary model. We're not, you know, Galileo or uh, Einstein here splitting the atom. But you know, to me, it's a decent model that makes sense, and we've you know had decent results with. So, uh, UFC biting. What do we want? Younger, taller, longer reach, and a line move in your favor, as well as hopefully some sharp betting percentages from DraftKings or Fanduel, or sorry, or um, or BetMGM. What I like about this Martinez play, number one, line movement, she opened minus 150. She's up to around minus 165. So you've already seen right off the bat about about 15 cents of movement in favor of Melissa Martinez. Uh, Melissa Martinez is 7-0. She's undefeated. Uh, she's f- facing Elise Reed, who's 5-2. So she is an undefeated fighter. And I think a lot of times the UFC, they like these undefeated fighters coming up and you know getting some attention and generating some buzz. So I think maybe this is a platform and opportunity for Martinez to play well. Uh, but also, big youth advantage. Martinez is 25 years old versus Elise Reed, who's 29 years old. Now, the reach and the obviously the weight are pretty much the same. uh, So you don't have that advantage. But you got the line move, you have a youth advantage, you have an undefeated fighter. But here's where it gets interesting. This is something tip of the cap that I learned from Gamble and Lou: betting against fighters who are on short notice. So uh, Elise Reed was not the original um, opponent here for Melissa Martinez. Elise Reed is on this fight on short notice. So uh, I, I know it. I think it was, I wanted to say it was a two-month notice. So that's kind of a lot. It's not like a week notice, obviously, but that's kind of hard. You're you're up against it if you got to you know cram. It. Like think for you cram for a test. You know you know we, you want to be studying ideally all year long. You don't have to cram for it. You know the last night and stay up till 3 a.m. Uh, even though maybe some of us did that in college. I can't uh, confirm nor deny if I did that at UVM, but maybe I did for my art history final. But, whole point being guys, fading fighters who are on short notice. It's just, it's, you're behind the eight ball. It's kind of tough, uh, to, to play well when you don't have that, uh, kind of that runway, you know, to kind of, you know, pace yourself and get ready for it. So Reed is on short notice. Martinez is younger. We have a line move in her favor. And the other angle here, Melissa Martinez, uh, is a big kickboxer. So, uh, there's an advantage I was reading about where Elise Reed doesn't do well when she's standing up and her, yeah, her shins really get take a beating here. I think that could be Melissa Martinez's is uh, hopefully path to victory. So, so, you add it all up, guys. I'm going Melissa Martinez, putting this in on a Tuesday. Give me Martinez, minus 165. Now, as we finish up the pod here, we got to talk NFL because I think this is really fun. Every day. Just kind of talking about the numbers. Where have they moved? What are we seeing? Where's the buyback? Again, if you're betting NFL, I think you got to pay attention to this stuff every single day of the week. You can't just, you know, put your head down, uh, you know, on a Monday and wake up on Sunday and bet these games and expect to have a really good season. You got to be dialed in all week long to the line moves. You can pick up on little things. And it's also, you know, helpful and beneficial to kind of talk our way through the thought process of whether or not a team has value. How the numbers have moved? Is there still value based on a line move? Again, these little things are important. So uh, anyway, I want to update you on a couple games we do have uh, coming up here soon. Uh, we do have a um, Thursday night game with the opener, Buffalo and the Rams. I just want to mention one thing I saw with this Rams game. Uh, it's undisputable that Buffalo took in a lot of, of uh, respected money. You know, throughout the summer, this was like a pick type game. Rams minus one, Bills minus one. Bills got all the way up to minus two and a half. But you're in a primetime spot, and Buffalo is getting like 70 percent of bets. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Everyone loves the Bills. I don't. I don't. I I like the Bills too. Uh, I just hope they uh, maybe don't win this game or don't cover this game. Uh, but and I am on the over 11 and a half win total Buffalo. But with that being said, one thing I noticed: Buffalo now got up to minus two and a half. But there's been some buyback over the last 24 hours since we last talked. Uh, Rams plus two and a half. Some shops are down to Rams plus two. So you did see buyback here. It's notable to me because when you have such drastic movement toward Buffalo. Does the line get to minus three? You know, key number of minus three. Books didn't want to do that, despite all this heavy betting on Buffalo. Reminder: when you're going contrary and you want to do it in a really heavily bet game, that's also important here. Uh, but to me, that little bit of buyback, that half uh, half point buyback here, is meaningful. So I'm looking at the Rams in this spot, guys. They would match quite a few systems. McVeigh is a dog. Is nine and six ATS dog who made the playoffs last year. Fifty eight percent ATS. Primetime dogs fifty nine percent ATS last year. Week one dogs since 2016 fifty eight percent. So I'm looking at the Rams, but I really like them in a teaser. Um, You know, if you're making me just play a straight bet here, I would take the Rams plus two and a half. But I do like the teaser here, two and a half up to eight and a half. Go through three, go through seven. And one dance partner that I do like, if you're looking toward the Rams, uh, teasing them would be teasing up the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, The Cowboys are at home against the Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, This game opened Brady like minus two. Some of these shops are two and a half now. At one point you saw this line get down to like one and a half over the summer. So it's been all over the place. Uh, But Dallas to me, another primetime dog. They're only getting 30% of bets. Uh, That's kind of an opportunity again with Brady, who uh, I don't think he did the mass singer. There are reports that him and Giselle are on the rocks. I don't know what's going on. Also, if you Google Tom Brady's face, I don't know if he'd spent 11 days getting a facelift or something, but something's going on with Brady. But uh, anyway, um, he hasn't had a lot of time with his with his players, with his team. Now, does he need it? Probably not. Uh, but to me, this is a Cowboys team that is at home in a primetime spot, only getting about 35% of bets. I would look at the Cowboys 2.5 up to 8.5 and, and pair that up with the Rams 2.5 up to 8.5. That could be a, a decent two-team uh, you know, two six-point teaser. Now, another move that was surprising to me, New England and Miami. We talked about the Patriots uh, yesterday having some value as a, you know, plus three dog, you know, divisional dog has been the best angle. Divisional dogs in week one mentioned it yesterday, but they're 22 and eight against the spread. They've been absolutely fantastic here. Uh, But I did notice that overnight the Miami dolphins went from minus three to minus three and a half. So there's line movement here coming further toward Miami. Um, I'm going to still look at the Patriots here. I didn't really think you could get the hook, is it also important that, hey, you don't bet games too early in the week? It's always tough because when you're on a dog, you want to grab that you know plus seven before they fall to six and a half. But you also don't want to bet a plus six and a half and see the line go to seven later in the week. So if there's never a perfect answer of, of when to place your bet, and think you got to use a little bit of your intuition, look at the juice movement. But this is a game that I'm glad I didn't take New England plus three yet because I'm going to take them three and a half now at this point. Um, and the notable thing to me, you saw one change with – Belichick how he's handling this they're two and seven their last nine in Miami that's been a house of horrors they just have not played well in Miami for going on almost a decade now at this point Uh, but typically the Patriots fly into Miami on a Saturday you guys may have heard about this Belichick switched it up he's flying to Miami today so he's going to practice in Miami this entire week. So, you know, when you're a New Englander like me, you go down south, the heat can really get to you. So maybe Belichick is saying, hey, we don't play well in the heat and the humidity of, of South Beach. Let's get there on a Tuesday, get more acclimated to the weather. Maybe that's a little bit of an angle here to take advantage of. But either way, if you like Miami, I can't argue with you. They did go three, minus 3 to 3.5 uh, since last night. But you do match still a lot of systems with the Patriots. Road division dogs, 56% ATS last five years, dog who made the playoffs. Conference dogs, six or less, week one dogs, um, as well as um, uh, divisional dogs. That's the big one there, 73% against the spread last six uh, six years. So, again, move toward Patriots, but maybe an inflated line opportunity. And, again, they're only getting 30% of bets. If New England was getting 60% of bets and this is Miami, three to three and a half, then, okay, that's a Faye the Trendy dog, but not here. Uh, To me, this is more of an inflated line on still a contrarian dog. Uh, Still looking at Pittsburgh guys, plus six and a half. Uh, this is kind of becoming one of my favorite bets, just the fact this line has not moved. Everybody and their mother is betting Joe Burrow. They're getting like 80, I think like 80, 70% of bets, something like that. But the Bengals open laying six and a half, and they have not moved at all despite that heavy betting. So that tells me that books don't want to go to seven for fear of giving out that key number of plus seven to contrarian Pittsburgh backers. So that would be another divisional dog, uh, you know, week one dogs, all these angles that we've been talking about, but also Mike Tomlin as a dog. 45 and 23 against the spread, 66%. In his career. So he's done very well uh, getting points. So I'm looking at Pittsburgh getting six and a half, uh, still looking at the Raiders, but you got to get the hook there. Three and a half, they open getting four, three and a half. They're down to three against the chargers. Uh, I just did actually um, Lombardi line, which I'll be doing every Tuesday at 1 PM. Eastern time with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. So I'm pumped about that. But Pritch was saying, Hey, remember, you know, chargers don't have a home field advantage and Vegas travels well. So I don't think that's going to be a true home game there for the chargers. So it's just something to monitor there. Um, this one was surprising to me. Uh, the giants as bad as and terrible as we kind of think they are. They went from plus six or six and a half down to plus five and a half at some shops. So it does look like the giants are taking in some money. I'm wondering if that could be a, you know, teaser play. You take them up to plus 11 and a half, go through seven, go through 10. I uh, just wanted to throw that one at you. Uh, some money here on the Minnesota Vikings. They open getting two and a half. They're down to plus one and a would also be a divisional dog. That could be a teaser play there as well. Um, And then the other one that I just kind of wanted to mention, Philadelphia and Detroit. Now, I'm wondering if this gets to four and a half, I'm not sure, but you have some line freeze action here on the Detroit Lions, our favorite team with Mr. Butt your kneecaps. Can they win the game? I don't know, but can you lose by a field goal and cover the four? I'm kind of looking at Detroit guys. They haven't moved off of four. They're kind of similar to Pittsburgh where Philadelphia team that I'm high on. I have the over nine and a half win total. Um, they're getting a lot of money. There are a lot of bets here. They're getting like 65% bets, but they opened laying four. They haven't moved off of four. That's notable to me. Why haven't they gone to four and a half? Now they may, the closer we get um, to um, to Sunday, but also if you look at um, the line movement here, I think at one point this did get to four and a half and came quickly right back down to four. So that tells me that when the hook was out there, it got pounced on uh, by Lions backers, taking it back down to four. So keep an eye on Detroit. To me, that's just kind of a a dog opportunity, Uh, contrarian home dog. You know, again, dogs do very well week one in general. But that looks like kind of some Lion freeze action there with the Detroit Lions. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Again, just wet your whistle. I'm not going to go through every game on Friday. I'll g- always give you my final card going into an NFL weekend, along with my final uh, college football card. College football, um, I don't really look at, a lo- or I look at all the games. I don't really um, start to get serious about college football until like Wednesday or Thursday, just because a lot of these numbers are very low compared to the NFL, which is always heavily bet. You know, by like Monday, Tuesday, uh, but we'll continue to update these numbers. I'm excited for a big football season, guys. Hopefully we can uh, have a big year here just in general. But uh, that about does it. You know, number one, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, I always tell you this, but Hey, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you had a good five, one in one night last night, if you become a sharper, better, if you feel like you're kind of reading the market a little bit better, you're beating some closing lines, you're taking advantage of some contrarian opportunities. Maybe you're looking at betting systems when you never looked at that before, whatever the case may be, if the pot has helped you in any way become a sharper, better, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in every day, grinding in the arena. Then there's one thing I ask of you go to amazon.com type in the everything guide to sports betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, the everything guide to sports betting, along with chapters on all the major sports. So if you want to pick one up or give it to a buddy, uh, that friend of yours that always parlays everything or maybe a friend of yours or a family member or coworker who's in a state that's about to go legal, <clears throat> Massachusetts, uh, pick up a copy, get one for them, and hopefully it'll help them uh, along in their sports betting journey. But if you've already bought one, thank you. I really appreciate it. And if you are going to, I also appreciate that as well. But anyway, guys, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in newly legalized Connecticut, before you know it, at the Encore, once mass goes legal in uh, in Boston, where we're breaking records all the time in the great state of New York mobile market and out in the desert where it's really starting to heat up here where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where we had five hot dogs last night. you love it. Five juicy hot dogs. Uh, again, I know they're hot dogs. I, I joke about hot dogs because my guy Michael Lombardi calls them hot dogs, and I always think about that when I when I say hot dog. Uh, but we had five of them last night. Let's see if we can get some more tonight. Uh, or, of course, out in um, at, at Circa at Stadium Swim, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays all night with the crew, uh, as well as Mandalay Bay and the Superbook. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. Do not show me that Clemson under 51. That's a push. I know we got our money back, but it felt like a loss even though it wasn't. Uh, but show me some baseball from last night, guys. Show me. A LA Angels ticket, a Cleveland Guardians ticket, an under St. Louis Cardinals ticket, a White Sox ticket, a Houston Astros ticket. And guess what? First one's on me, next one's on you. We're going to post about the book so that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Uh, again, back at it with Morning Bets. Uh, Every morning from um, around 6 a.m. you'll get that, Monday to Friday. Market Insights pod continues to roll. And this is the busy season, so excited about a big football year ahead. So my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we're playing a long game. And over the long haul, smart money is going to win between 55% and 60% of the time. So if we can find that sweet spot, Be selective, be disciplined, find games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. So wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Hope to uh, cash some tickets with you guys tonight. And as always, if you're able to cash those tickets, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. It's a good thing to do, and maybe it'll save you from your next bad beat on your Clemson under. But have a great day, guys. Good luck, and I'll see you at the window.